You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Teen Mom 2 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Teen Mom 2 After Show. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing our final AfterBuzz TV After Show for Teen Mom 2. We are all done. The second part of the reunion aired last night, and now I have my wonderful co-hosts, Ed and Isabel, joining me to discuss all of the juicy details in the reunion. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, hello. guys. Well, wait a minute. Hold on, Mari. You you got to bing, bing something is for doing, blah, blah, blah. Come on, bing it. I already said it. Did you say bing is for doing or we're doing an after show? Were you not listening to me? <laughs> I mean, I might be guilty of not listening. Uh, okay, I will say it one more time, I, because apparently I get hosting points if I say it. <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we're here doing our final AfterBuzz TV after show for Teen Mom 2, because the reunion was last night. So let's stop it with the crazy tagline. Let's get into the after show. <laughs> and thank you for interrupting me, though, so I could do oh, it you're, twice. <laughs> you're welcome. You know I'm good for that. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll get into each of the girls, but in general, what did you think about the reunion and especially compared with the last time these girls did the reunion and compared to the reunion of the original Teen Mom cast? Mm. Ooh, I don't know. Isabel, did you see the original? Thank you, Ed. Isabel, you want to take it? Great. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry. I was trying to listen to you, Mari, and I was like, "What? what's the comparison between what? So, basically, this reunion, we've already seen, you know, the Team Mom 2, they had their reunion last season, last time they shot it, and Dr. Drew said, you know, all the different changes there's been since last reunion. I guess last right. reunion, uh, Barbara had said, you know, she... She couldn't find anything to love about Janelle. And, you know, we obviously, we recapped here on After Buzz TV, the original Team Mom crew, their reunion. So just in terms of reunion episodes, how you think it stacks up? I thought there was, there was, there was quite a difference this time, but I kind of felt like it was forced on Janelle and Barbara. Um, we obviously know there was a difference between all the other girls because of everything that they've gone through. Uh, Chelsea, I thought, was the same ish and same thing with Janelle same thing I, I did see her a little different I think calmer but Chelsea was the same and of course we all know poor Leah um, and Caitlin still the poor girl that just doesn't have anybody so I didn't really see much difference um, I think the most difference I saw was Janelle Ed well you know what the overall theme I'd have to say I was like sad it- it was just all most of it was was sad even even though Janelle's got medication and even though you know things are supposedly better it's just I still saw so many things that I was just I was sad both of the reunion you know first part one and part two I just came away feeling bummed out yeah well I'm I'm glad that Isabel that you brought up the fact that there was such a big change in Janelle. Well, you said it was a little change. I think it's a market change. I think it's a market difference. And I don't know if it's just the bipolar medication or what, but I've never seen such a big change in Janelle. I mean, the entire time that she and Barbara were on stage together, and Barbara was saying some things. She was pushing some buttons like she always does. And she was so calm. Even when she was talking to Dr. Drew, um, having to recap everything. She was very, very calm. 
I just don't want to give it credit to the fact that she's not, it's not really a change, is that she's heavily medicated. And that, to me, it's just unacceptable, and it's sad to see that somebody has to be on so many meds. So I don't want to make it like a change, you know. I, I think it would be a change if she had gone to therapy and she understood the difference between anger and learning how to be patient or learning how to calm down her emotions. But instead, she's this girl that's medicated. So you just think that she is numb to any emotion, be it anger yeah, or exactly, exactly, exactly. I don't think she, once she's on this medication, she she just doesn't know what she feels, and I don't think that's being healed, and I don't believe that that's her changing. Hmm. And and yeah. even when she was answering some of the questions, it was so dry for me. It was just kind of like. You know, so how are you doing with Keith? Uh, well, okay. How are you doing with Barbara? Uh, it's better. I, I didn't see that happiness, nothing. Just this blank girl that's on meds. Yeah, I I think one of the you know one of the side effects is is that you know to some of these uh, sort of mind altering uh, you know chemical. Uh, mental chemical medications that people take. But I I actually, I don't necessarily agree with Isabel. I mean, I, normally I do when it comes to medication, and most of the time I'm against it. But I've learned enough about uh, what it means to have a chemical imbalance or what it means to have certain parts of your brain be more active uh, than others and how, you know, there needs to be sort of a an even level of stimulation across the brain. And the, the chemicals... And, and when there's an imbalance, a chemical will bring in uh, a chemical that the brain is lacking. And then, yeah, that person is, they have a different sort of mentality, different behavior, different mood. But it's during that time that the per- that's when they can learn uh, proper coping mechanisms and proper behavior and how to, how, to, how, to, how to, you know, what choices to make. So that maybe if they get weaned off of the medication later, then they are more aware of what is unhealthy behavior. So it really can be used as a tool to sort of train the person. So, you know, because when they're in the midst of their swings of back and forth, they can't really even see or hear or understand really what's going on to be able to fix it. So, yeah. What I heard her saying was some very healthy things, but I also saw exactly like you said, Mari, I saw Barbara doing some of the same old things and then Janelle actually being triggered. I and mean, she was like, what did she say at one point when Barbara was talking? She was like, I just she said, I don't like her, but I love her. And I thought right there, that's a trigger. Dr. Drew even said it. He yeah. said, like, like, you're laughing at it. He pointed it out. And Janelle was so calm the entire time and so Isabel I hadn't really considered the fact that maybe she was just numb to any emotion and while I don't think that's healthy I do think the fact that Janelle is able to have a conversation with her mom without fighting even when her mom is throwing out those triggers regardless of whatever medication she's on that's making her not fight it's very 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 good for their relationship and for Jace for them not to be fighting yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think there's a little bit of a, the fact that this is a different environment than some of the other places they've been. Like, you know, this being up on that stage with the lights the way they were, the audience the way they were, it's different than both the actual show when they're filming it. And it's also different than that after show that they show with Suchin Park, where it's much casu- much more casual. The audience is actually made up of all teenage, preg- you know, teenage moms that have had baby, or teenage moms. Um, it made up, and they're all on the same level. This one is like it's a stage. There's stage lighting. Yeah. It's totally different. And I felt like a lot of the people uh, were sort of affected by that. Like uh, I felt Adam was very uncomfortable. I'm not going to jump ahead to the other people, but. I just felt that that was an impact, too, and that Janelle was steaming and fuming as her mom was pushing those triggers, and she was getting angry, but this time she was able to say, hey, I'm getting angry, as opposed to just lashing back at her mom, which is a sign of of improved health, mental health. I didn't even hear her say, I'm getting angry. She was just so calm that now I really am buying into this argument that she's, like, numb to everything, but even... yeah. And and when Dr. Drew asked me, he said, what do you love about Barbara? And, um, you know, she said, she's funny, she's a hard worker, she's a good mom. And then they cry, Barbara cried and they hugged. I just thought, 
oh my God, I never, ever, ever thought that that moment would happen. I really thought that their relationship was doomed always. And when Barbara came out on stage on the reunion and started spewing her same old triggers, I thought, uh-oh, nothing's going to change. And while Barbara's the much older adult here, Janelle is the one who's changed and taken, the, taken it upon herself to change the relationship. So I'm not saying, like, that the medication is, you know, I'm not applauding her because the medication is what's doing it. I'm just saying that, like, I do see a vast improvement, and right. and I'm happy. Yeah, I, I actually, I think that Barbara needs to also, in the same way Janelle was evaluated for some disorder, like bipolar or whatever, Barbara also needs to be have the same sort of evaluation. I think that... That's funny that you said that, because one of our um, guests on our After Buzz TV chat, CC1, just um, wrote, Barbara needs some meds. Yes. I, I mean, I mean, I hate to say it, but if, if Janelle and her brother are both bipolar, then it's it very well could stem from Barbara, and maybe Barbara has the same thing and needs the same kind of treatment. Okay. But, no. you know, I also want to add about the whole numbness with Janelle. Let's not forget when Dr. Drew has to ask her several times, how do you feel about the fact that you are going to jail? And she says, well, she goes, no, no, have you even thought about it? <laughs> because she's so, I feel like she's so medicated. She's like, anyways, it's just jail. Who cares? But he has to mention it to her three times. Like, have you even thought about it? Do you know what this means? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she was definitely. But, I mean, don't you think, Isabel, don't you think that that's a little bit like because she was on stage and had the lights, she was, like, nervous? Because a lot of people, you know, they smile and they laugh when they're nervous, and it's about something that's totally horrible or bad, but they're like, uh, you know, they act different. Didn't you feel like that's what she was doing? No, she was completely, I mean, I saw her smile a few times when he kind of joked with her, but she was just sitting there the entire time, just numb. I mean, spark that, at least when she was angry, sometimes it would keep her, you would see a little spark. There was nothing there. This girl is medicated and she's just, I mean, I, I, that's what I want to blame it to. And why the hell did they have to You know keep what her? she kind of reminds me of now that we're talking about it? You know how Britney Spears, especially right yes. after the breakdown, kind yes. of, she goes through the motions of things, but she's like, even on stage, even still now, yes. somewhat, like, yes. I love Britney Spears, and I'm her biggest fan, but she, you know, she goes through the motions of things and seems kind of numb to the world. That kind of seems what, like, she, that reminds me of Janelle. Yeah, a little, yes. yeah, she had I, that. I agree. Uh, I have a question. But, How, why, but even why, more, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, why is, uh, I think Kiefer was the only significant other that wasn't on the show, right? I mean, we, and we didn't even get yeah, any sort I, of. Yeah, I saw that, and I was thinking, huh, Adam's out. Jordan, Jordan, who's been home more than anyone, came out and did it. Um, and I just thought that that probably Kiefer himself didn't want to do it. And Isabel, even more than the than her reaction about jail, upsetting me it was her talking about keeper that upset me yes. the most yes i mean yes. i don't understand it and i'm so glad that dr drew called her out on it out on he it tells mm -hmm. her straight, he's like but you're still smoking pot and you're still dating keeper why are you why are you doing this and i just the only reason she had was he's my best friend uh, and he calms me, and then he's like, but doesn't he make you mad? She's like, yeah, he makes you mad, but he calms me. Yes. That makes no sense. Yeah, and what do you think about the whole Keeper Janelle thing? No, I mean, it's. I was amazed to hear where she said that they were at that time. I couldn't believe that, um, that he was back in, in, in her life in that way. Uh, it's just... It's just unfortunate, but you're right. The best thing, I was so impressed with Dr. Drew, where he just basically said back to her exactly what she said to him. And when it came you know, back out of his mouth and back to her, it then you almost could hear how crazy it was. He's like, so wait a minute. You're still dating the guy yeah. that, you, that you filed a domestic violence order against. You're still... Uh, you know, doing this, doing that. You're still smoking pot. He, she goes, tell me again how you've changed. And it's like, that's a really hard, tough question, but it's the one that she needs to be asked. And then at that point, yeah, I think her, see, the reason why I think Barbara needs to be evaluated is because she seeks out conflict. And then before, 
Janelle was medicated, she was somebody who would always seek out conflict. Any opportunity to have a conflict with somebody, she would jump in there and do it. And so here was Dr. Drew confronting her. I mean, he's, he's so smart. He knows what he's doing. He not only did that to tell her what, you know, what she said to him to say it back, but he also did it to try to see if she's the same old Janelle that if you confront her, she's going to fight back. And then Barbara comes out and does the same thing, pushes those button, pushes those triggers, and says you know these normal things that normally create conflict. But Janelle did not respond with the same conflict. So she, in a way, it was almost like she was tested twice and she and she passed it. But you know it could just be because the medication takes away her need to be in conflict. You know what I like hearing is, I mean, this whole season you've seen. Janelle, as her mom said, going deeper and deeper down. So I like hearing the good things about her because it's so rare that you see that or hear that. And it's nice to know that she actually really likes school and she likes being on a schedule and she's organized. Um, and it's nice to like know that she has that side of her because I think she does have a lot of potential. No, no, no. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't like school. She doesn't like it. She needs it. She responds well to structure, but she don't like school. Well, fine. She needs a schedule, but I, I like hearing that. I do think she does have a lot of potential. I do think she is a smart girl. And, you know, it's kind of sad, though, because this um, reunion, I think, was shot in June. Um, and so, obviously, so much has happened since with her, um, you know, facing jail time again for with everything with her ex-roommate. Um but it's, I don't know. It's so rare to hear a good thing about her or, or her mom out of her mom's own mouth to say good things about her that it was nice to see. Oh, that part was nice. When her mom said the nice stuff about her, it was nice. It was nice. And, and I'm sorry. I wanted to disagree with Ed. I actually agree with you, Mari. I think she actually does like school because there was one season where we saw her focus in school and she was doing great. And I think she really likes it. Nah, she don't like it. She just needs it. She don't like it. Though. Okay, whatever, Ed. She likes smoking weed, and that's it. All day, But that doesn't day, mean it. she doesn't like school. She's always, I mean, this one of the girls that I thought was going to finish. I mean, she was the one that graduated high school before all of them. And she was going to college yeah. and was keeping it was keeping it good. And I think until Keeper showed up, he was, she was actually doing good for that season, and she enjoyed it. Her mom's not one of those moms that's always pushing her about go back to school, go back to school. She could really care less about what her mom thinks. And this, she was doing it all on her own. What was it that she wants to do? Yeah. She wants to be a video editor, right? Wasn't that it? Yeah, 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 which I thought was interesting. And with MTV, I don't know, maybe they can help her. But um, I want to move on the next quick, Kaylin. But I, but Ed, I quickly have an answer for you from one of our listeners uh -oh. when you asked why Kiefer wasn't there. Yeah. Um, this is a good point. Matt said, or Kiefer doesn't want to be near Barbara. I can't say I blame him. Oh, oh well, yeah. I mean, could be. <laughs> Could be, but he. This guy likes the spotlight. We all believe that. I mean, I think some of us think that he is with her because he likes being on TV. Yeah. Well, two boys who did show up were both Joe and Jordan, and I was a shocked that Jordan showed up, and B shocked, and it just made me sad that Jordan was like so sweet and so wonderful to Kaylin, and she just shits on him. Joe shits on him. Kate shits on Jordan. And poor Jordan, it's like, get out of there. I mean, yeah. Jordan, I love Kaylin, but Jordan deserves better. He really, really does. Yeah, you know, and the, I'll tell you what, Jordan, he doesn't say a lot, but that guy, when he opens his mouth and he says something, his what he says is always so right on. He was actually, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed, but he was actually saying something so right on, and Dr. Drew was missing it, and he, but he stuck with what he was saying when he was talking about why it bothered him uh, what Kaylin said before he came out there. and But he was able to, even though Dr. Drew was, uh, was sort of... Um, uh, interrogating him, I guess, he still stuck with it, and that was, he was able to explain, look, he goes, the way I see it is, yeah, now she wants to be with me, but that's only after she found out that Joe doesn't want to be with her, and so that's not okay. He said, it should be the case that she doesn't need to know what he says, and he should just want to be with me. And and if you if you look back at it, Dr. Drew was in the middle of him saying all that, was giving him a hard time about it, but he stuck with it. And he's just, he's really, really says good, smart stuff. And, and the way he treats Kaylin is 
so wonderful. I mean, she was crying. He hands her a tissue. She walks off stage. He runs after her. I mean, and he puts her arm around her when she's upset. I just... Right. I just, I don't know. I, he's such a nice guy. And I, even though Kaylin ended up saying she, kind of like saying that she wanted to be back with Jordan at the end, I think that he needs to move on because, right. I mean, she just said before he came out that she wanted to be with Joe. Yeah. Really, David? I, I have no words. Isabel, I want to hear your opinion on Jordan first because I love talking about Jordan because he's great because you know when I start talking about Joe, I'm going to be fuming. <laughs> I actually, you know, I love, you're right, I love Jordan. I think this is one of those sweet guys that, that Kaylin is probably his first love, so that's why he's so naive and sticks around knowing that, you know, there's still really no chance. It's not him. She might find out, find someone else. I think she finds comfort in him and this Securing that she doesn't get anywhere else. But, you know, I don't think Joe shits on Caitlin. I think he's pretty straightforward to her, and she just decides to stick with it. Well, listen. Okay, listen, we are about it. to have a huge argument about Joe, but I quickly <laughs> want to add this on Jordan. Because uh, I think this is a cute idea. Uh, one of our viewers, CC1, says MTV should give Jordan a dating show. He's Aww. He needs to and he needs to be like the bachelor of MTV. <laughs> no, that dude. Look, well, look, he's he wouldn't. Yeah, he's a one woman kind of guy. But listen, you, you, Jordan's character was was no more clear than it could be when Joe came out. The dude Jordan, or or maybe when yeah, when Joe came out after Jordan was on stage, and Jordan not only acknowledged Joe but looked at him, said hello, and shook his hand. Dude, that is the same dude that went into your girlfriend's house and had sex with your girlfriend and then just went about his day like nothing was wrong. Dude, Joe is wrong for doing that, and he did that against Jordan. And as far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't have been shaking his hand like Jordan did at all. I wouldn't have been nice to the guy. I would have wanted to kick his ass. Wait, Ed, so you blame the guy? I blame the girl. Listen, you can... Uh, they, I, they think, both I think are between fault. dudes, I think between dudes, you're like, hey, what's up, man? Oh, hell you know, no. I'm sorry your girl's a hoe. Like, no, no, I'm sorry. hell no. Like, hell no, 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 no. I disagree with that 100%. No, he got, look, Jordan has a reason to pop Joe in the mouth, okay, period. Not at all, not at all. <laughs> you know what? I have a reason to pop Joe in the mouth. So not I, at all. I am not at all. Joe Rand. Wait a minute, not, not at, at all. Are you crazy? Not at all. I feel, I feel like, you know, if that girl wanted you, and I think that's how Jordan thinks, she wouldn't have done it. He keeps, he never blames Joe, and that's another thing I like about Jordan. He never blames Joe. He, you... Joe is not his friend. Joe is not his cousin. Joe is not his lover. He's not going to say, oh, let's think about your man Jordan. Hey, if she's not thinking about him, why is Joe going to think about him? It's about her, and that's what Jordan understands, too. She's the one that messed up. Yeah, she messed up, but but this dude uh, went, into, end, went into the house. Next, next Mario, you and, can continue. Hey, and mess with a girl he knew was with this other dude. It don't matter. It does not matter. Yeah, it's the girl. It she made a decision. It matters. Okay, this is why, Isabel, I think you're going to disagree with me because I think you're you're placing more blame on Kaylin right now, which I am placing a lot of blame on Joe. I will say, I will give you this one thing, that yes, he was straightforward with her, and he said, I don't think we should try to force a relationship. And so like we said in the finale, at least right. he was straightforward with her, unlike Adam, who always needs Kelsey guessing, he's right. straightforward with her. So yeah, though Kaylin seems to say that he's not so straightforward with her, when the cameras aren't rolling and he seems to tell her he wants to be together. But this is the problem I have with Joe. I just think he comes off as a total dick. He's like, I'm single. I want to continue living my life. And then just in general, I thought, I mean, Kaylin walks off stage. He like couldn't even be phased by it. Um, I just, I just thought he also kept trying to throw Kaylin under the bus. And he's like, oh, we, we've hooked up, we've hooked up a bunch. And Kaylin was like, oh, it was only twice. And I don't, I don't know. And then the whole STD talk, I thought that he was being a dick again, too. And you guys might not agree with me here because, yes, she is the one who kind of outed him. But then he says, did you just blame me for giving you STDs? How do I not know you're sleeping with someone else? And then he goes on this whole rant about how she could be sleeping with tons of other people and insinuating things about 
about her, and I just kind of thought, obviously, he's the one who gave her the STD. Like, come on now. Wait, 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 and wait. Nobody, nobody said that they had an STD, by the way. That was a bunch of MTV hype over nothing. Nobody said they had MT had STD. So Cameron and Jordan said they got STDs and then said yeah, they had No, no. Were you remember, watching the doc- same show? And yes, she remember. had an STD. No, she didn't. Remember, Doctor Drew said, "Did she, you get? Listen, did you get treated?" And she said, "Yes." He said, did, "He said, did you get tested?" He said, "Yes, we both did." She said, "Did you also get treated?" And she said, "Yes, we both got treated." He said, "That's right, because you get treated whether you test positive or not." No, because no, yes, they yeah. both got treated, and then she said. I know it wasn't Jordan that was sleeping with someone else, so it was only you. Right, because he... Did you miss that whole conversation? No, he told... uh, uh, Joe told Kaylin, I slept with six people since the last time I slept with you. And and he told her that after they had sex in the shower, which is why she decided to go get tested. And then, which is also why they told her, look, you got to tell whoever else you slept with, which is Jordan, (laughs) that he has to get tested too, and we're going to treat you anyway. That's what that's what Dr. Drew said. You get treated whether you test positive or not. Right. But she got an STD. Uh-uh. She did. Well, one of our listeners is agreeing with you and said they didn't have an STD and that you're right. Bam. Ooh, take that Whatever. one. I, I, but I heard talk of antibiotics. And, yeah, yeah, Dr. Drew said. News, Dr. Drew said. Like, Dr. Drew oh, said how brave Kaylin was for talking about her STD. Yeah, no, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Drew said you get treated whether you test positive or not. And he, he said they gave you a one... One type of antibiotic, right? And they both say, yep, that's right. Bam. Okay. Regardless of whether she actually yeah, had an STD or not, it really bothered me that Joe tried to throw her fail. under the bus and say, oh, well, how do I know it wasn't you and, and that you could be sleeping with other people? I just think, like, I just don't like Joe. No. I just don't think Why he don't ha- you like I, Joe? I don't that like is him. exactly, Mari, that is exactly the thing he should say. Wish he shouldn't sit there and let that girl make unfounded accusations. And then Dr. Drew backed him up and said, look, he's making a good point. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. He's, he said the exact thing that he should have said. He should have said, look, woman, if you're just going to sit up here and just say stuff, well, guess what? How, co- how do I know that you didn't do something, too? That's what he should have said. I agree. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't very, you know, mature and manly of Joe. But I agree. I mean, if you're gonna go ahead and blame things on him when you're going around sleeping with him, you obviously think highly of him to cheat on your nice boyfriend that's sitting right there, watching you cry and fight for Joe. I think you know he had every right to say, uh, "How do I know you're not doing the same thing?" Yep. Anyway, Mari doesn't like him though. We know that though. I, I don't like him, but the thing is, she Kaylin still obviously, obviously has feelings for him. Well, so I don't like. Him, I think Mari. that Jordan needs to leave her, and I think that her and Joe will always have a complicated relationship. And as the news that we've been reporting, Jordan seems long gone now um, in the present time, and that her and Joe seem to be in this kind of limbo position. I also agree. I I believe Kaylin here when she says. What Joe says on camera is so straightforward, but when the cameras aren't rolling, he probably, like, plays the Adam bullshit on her. And he probably says, oh, baby, and, you know, says things to her that get her all excited. And then the second they they ask him on camera, he says, oh, no, like, so I don't know. No, uh, yeah, I, I, I think he does do. He, he is, he is exactly who you think he is, Mari. I agree that he is that he is a player type guy that will, when yeah. they're alone, he'll say one thing, but then when he's on camera, he says a whole other thing. Uh, you know what? He's exactly that. I don't. The part I don't like is that the dude was blinding me with his need for a tan. He came out with shorts and Timberland boots with no socks. What is wrong with these people? Did they tell him five minutes before he was going on stage that he was going to be on TV? I and mean, that's because you're an old fart. They are socks. They're small socks oh. inside those boots. How do you look? You, what, you looked nah, inside his boots? Style. Get with the style, 40 year old. Get with the style. Look, you know, oh. he was, you know he was dressed in his house clothes. Don't tell me that's just not the truth. Get with the style. He had house clothes on. Okay, so we can discuss fashion. We can do a, a, a teen mom fashion style special. <laughs> and I'll have editing. Well, yeah, and see, okay, yeah. Stuff. No, Janelle had her stuff together, had a nice little dress, and even though I'm not a fan oh, of wearing flats on TV. Oh, my God. She had nice Janelle looked, Janelle looked like she was wearing. Yeah, I mean, she, she looked the best because we've never seen her even 
That's Finn, fine. I'll, I'll At least she looked. Yeah. I'm saying the blonde hair and the tan. I mean, first of all, did you uh, notice that all four girls were like bleached I'm blonde? sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. They blinded me. Well, most of, uh, uh, look, uh, what's his fate like Adam? He came on with flip flops, jeans, and a hat head. He had just taken <laughs> his hat sure off. Did. And, and he didn't even sure cut his did. hair, comb his hair. I don't even understand. Like, dude, you are on MTV. Dude, this is worldwide. And you just said, you know what? I'm just going to go out like this. <laughs> oh, my God. One of our listeners is calling you out, though. CC1 says, Ed, we don't all live in L.A. Oh. oh, it's okay. They haven't seen Ed. Ed is 40 and he lives in L.A. and it's not helping. <laughs> well, oh. but wait a minute now. You're not catching me in flip-flops and hat-head on, on MTV, though, either. So, you know, I'm a little bit better than that. We're not catching you anyway. All right. So let's get back. Let's get back because I, I have a surprising shift in emotions because while the reunion made me hate Joe even more, it actually, and I'm shocked to say this, kind of made me warm up to Adam. I don't... Is that crazy? I no, no, you're not crazy. crazy. You're not crazy. I, I had a little bit of that, too. A little bit of that, too. Okay, good. You're both crazy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I I was there right there with you, especially, you know, you got to give credit to Dr. Drew for bringing this side of it out. Um, I think that he probably was a little bit too much focused on Adam and defended him a little too much, which I think is going to be Isabel's complaint. But um, but yeah, we saw a side and it's probably, you know, Dr. Drew said he talked to Adam backstage. And so he heard some stuff from Adam that he didn't see in the show, which is why he, like, brought it out. And he said, hey, we didn't really get to see this side, but he's hurt, too. But you know what, though? You can't get away around the fact. I mean, I don't think that she has been hurting him near as much as, as he has been hurting her. Uh, she has been the one that's always there. And I think for her, maybe in a moment like a day of emotion or if she goes, I don't even know if she drinks, but you know, for a moment she might go do something out of revenge or whatever after he, after he hurts her. But you know, she's not really uh, like him. It's not equal. And I felt like Dr. Drew probably put a little bit too much on it. Um, And also I don't believe Adam. I do not believe him. I don't, I mean, it was nice to see. It was nice to see him put his hand on her right. hand and say, I love you, and, and we're okay. But no way, I think he wants to get out of that thing. He wants out. Thank you, and That's exactly what I believe. You explained it perfectly. I don't <laughs> think the little things that, you know, when we found out that Chelsea has done things to hurt him, I was like, oh, my God, thank God. She's not just this dumb girl that sits there and watches how he plays with her. And her baby's emotions, she actually, you know, got up and at least went out. Too bad she went out with one of his friends, but she went out. Let's put out that. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't believe him. And I'm sorry, a person, a guy, a man who can ever say the things he said about his kid, you would never be able to make yourself look better in front of me. The yeah. things he said about that baby and the things he said about Chelsea, I'm, it just it doesn't matter what you say anymore. We all know how good you are at lying, and you're just doing it on national TV. You're being yes. this nice guy, but any minute, and like you said, the fact that he was wearing flip-flops, like, no respect. Any minute, he's going to walk out, and he said it. We're good right now, which we yeah. all know in Adam and Chelsea time, that's like a week. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to flip right back. Same old stuff. I mean, uh, you know, I wish that wasn't the case, but that's just what I think. He was sincere. Maybe I'm just as naive as Chelsea, and I fall for him just as easily. Well, actually, I mean, I thought he was a dick all season long, but I don't know. Here, 
he, he said, I love you. And I don't, what? I don't know. I understand. She, she cheated. He seemed genuinely upset when he was discussing how she cheated on him with, yeah. with his best friend and how much he hates the friend. And no one what? who didn't have feelings would get that angry. So that's why I, um, I believe I, genuinely sorry. has feelings for Chelsea. But do you think it was actually because he cares or because he's upset that she actually was was able to do that, do that without him knowing? I think he's had this no, relationship. No, I think he actually cares. Why else would he be so upset? No, no. I mean, I think this is a guy that's had this relationship under control, and he's upset that he actually let that get away, and he was not around to find out. I don't think he cares at all. I think he's more upset at the fact that she did it to him. Um, but I don't think it's anything with emotions or he actually, oh, my God, you hurt me. I don't think so. And also, Amari, it's all, you're not naive like che- uh, like Chelsea because guess what? What I saw on stage there was she's not naive anymore. She wasn't believing yeah. anything he was saying. You saw she was like all turned away, and he was yeah. saying I love you. And Doctor Drew said, you know, tell her she needs to hear it a lot. And she looked at him. She says, yes, yeah, see, I need to hear it a lot. And you know, yeah, please tell me more because he doesn't. And you know, it's just a cop out to say, well, I don't say it to her every day, but I show it. Well, yeah, we know what you show. You show asshole. That's what you show. And, you know, it's not love. So I don't think Chelsea is, she is very skeptical. She is, she, I'm glad that she was able to admit that she's aware that she is insecure because, you know, being, being aware of that's going to help her. But uh, I don't think, I didn't see her believe in it really herself on the show. Really, I didn't. Yeah, she looks like she's changed a little. She's waking up a little. Yeah, she's sick of it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think so because in the end, um, they they talk about the relationship, and I don't know. I don't think. I don't think that she is over Adam. <laughs> no, she's not over. She's not over. She's sick of it, but she's not over it. She's still. She's still going to be in there for a while. The one thing I will say, and you know how I've talked badly about Chelsea all season long, and how I don't like her, I respect her when she said that she gets a lot of crap going back to him, but fans will always come up to her and say, I did the same thing. And so that, if anything good is to come out of Chelsea's monotonous, like, redundant storyline of her and Adam, her and Adam, is that maybe she's helping people who are in similar situations. Well, I don't know. She did say that they're right now friends with benefits, and and but then and then you know when he comes out, then he says, "Oh, we're we're together right now." So she obviously didn't know that they were together until he said it on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't think that we're. I think even at the present moment that we're in, they're probably still friends with benefits. Yep, I agree. Okay, I, I know two people who are not friends with benefits at this current moment, for sure, which is Leah and Corey. And it's just, just sad more than anything. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. I, I feel like I really liked Leah this entire season, and I was rooting for her this entire season. But to hear Corey and Corey's dad talk about what they went through yeah. I finally kind of see I don't know because even her excuses about cheating about how they weren't intimate before the wedding and that uh, he was watching porn without her you know, it's like all these stupid excuses that it's like you still don't cheat on at your bachelorette party like I don't care that he was watching porn without you I don't care that, that you don't feel sexy communicate that to him say to him why aren't we having sex? Like, this makes me feel like you don't love me. Don't go and speak with someone else on the eve of your wedding. Yeah, we didn't know that. Uh, we didn't know that it was at her bachelor party, did we? Until this episode, right? No. Her bachelorette party. Wow. Yeah, I, I was like, because to me, that means that that's why there was rumors, because I guess. People saw. Can I ask a question? Why is a dude at her bachelorette party? What in the world is that about? Uh, maybe she got drunk and then after her bachelorette party got like dropped off or picked up by him. Oh, man. Hey, Mario, listen, I want you to know that from the booth, Ronnie Jr. Media has told us that we want to go to commercial soon. So uh, just as a little reminder to you, my dear. 
Okay, well, can we finish at Leah and then before news and gossip, we'll go to our commercials? Does that work? You got it. You got it. All right. So let's, we only have a couple quick minutes to talk about Leah and Corey. Um, but what, what, what did you think about Corey's explanation of, of how everything went down compared to Leah's explanation? Well, I mean, they they had the same they had the same story, and she 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 was sorry still for what she's done, and he was like, you know, not going to forgive her. But you know, my thing is, I do not believe Leah. I do not believe her. I do not believe her. She is definitely upset that that Corey got hurt. She's definitely upset that her family is you know not going to be together. But she, I do not believe that she wants to be with him. Really, she does not want to be with him. Uh, and so, you know, that's the thing. It was like, it's, uh, but it's so tragic, right? Had the good relationship with the father-in-law had, you know, uh, you know, had a good, a good guy that was going to stand by her and had already put up with some cheating. And it's just, it was way too much to ask of Corey. And I don't think that she really wants to be with him. That's my conclusion with her. But, so you don't believe her when she said, I'm in love with Corey. I don't think it matters if he knows at this point, but I'm in love with him. Nope. Don't believe her at all. I don't huh? believe her at all. Isabel? Isabel, you still there? Well, we may have lost Isabel there. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think the saddest part was with Corey's dad. And yeah, that's, that's when my heart aches the most was when he said, I loved her like a daughter. And, you know, I forgave her when she did it once. Uh-huh. You know, she seems remorseful. But, you know, she's capable of doing it twice. She can do it a third time. Right. And he said, I'm the only person who didn't turn my back on her. And I just, I felt so bad. And then she comes back and she says, yeah, you were like a dad to me. And, yeah. you know, I just, and now you're gone. And you really see how terrible divorce is on a family, not even just on the immediate nuclear family. Right. But like on the in-laws. You're right. And I was, uh, I was very, very affected by that too. I felt like, Oh wow. Now we get to see that actually Corey's dad had put so much into sort of trying to bring her into the family and make sure she felt welcomed and loved. And even after she had cheated and on, on her, her, his son, it's like it was such a big deal. And then for him to go through all of that and be the only one in Corey's family that still kept up a relationship with her, that didn't shun her for it, after all that, she does it again. So it's almost as if he, she betrayed the father-in-law as well. And, yes, that was really, really bad. You know, it was just sad, sad to hear about. And for once, Corey was a good communicator because, you know, one of the biggest problems with Corey and their relationship was that he wouldn't communicate things with her. Um, But, but even one of our, one of our listeners said, you know, when he said he was depressed, that was the saddest. So he said that he said, I'm depressed. He said, I can't forgive her. Um, I never heard him talk so openly and honestly about it. And when he's like, all we did was fight about stupid things like the hot dog. I've never seen him actually like express his feelings like this before. Yeah, yeah, he 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 definitely uh, did a good job, and I would think that he would be one of the ones that would clam up on stage in the lights and on camera. But he was really sort of empowered there because I think he had just resolved that this really, there, you know, he really kind of knew where he stood, and it was sad to him. It was really sad to him, and it hurt. And he, it was obvious he didn't want this to be the outcome. But it was also clear that he was really, really comfortable and confident with where he stood. Yeah, which is why I'm glad to hear that he is a new girlfriend. Um, we have more on that in News and Gossip. We'll go to commercial and News and Gossip in a second. My last point, I just wanted to see, Ed, if you picked up on this. I kind of felt like Dr. Drew was trying to, like, force them to get back together. Yeah, like, he was. He talking about, like, about them getting back together. Like, they're divorced. It's done. And right now, they seem better apart. They both have other relationships. And I just felt it was kind of weird that Dr. Drew kept trying to, like, therapy them into getting back together. Yeah, and then he's like, you know, cheating is not always uh, a reason to end a relationship. And I I said out loud, I said, what in the hell is he talking about? He said, uh, cheating once is not, but it, repeated cheating should, is not okay. I'm, I'm with you. I was kind of shocked why he was pushing that. I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why from a therapist's perspective, 
why he would push that way. It's like, what, do you see something magical about their relationship and like they're destined to be together and you're trying to, you know, help fate achieve its goal? I didn't understand what he was doing. Like, yeah, exactly. It's over, you know, let him go. But anyway, we can go. We're going to commercial. Yep. Okay, going to commercial. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows. From Boardwalk Empire, to American Idol, to Vampire Diaries, to Real Housewives, and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Okay, I want to do a quick roundup of final news. This was shocking to me. Apparently, um, Janelle just had a paternity test because Andrew, her ex-boyfriend, is on the birth certificate, but um, she admitted to sleeping with her friend Finn um, right before she got pregnant. And so paternity test was done, confirming that Andrew is the father and now, um, an exclusive interview with a close friend of Andrew's that the Daily Mail is reporting on claims that he found out the results and he's now determined to regain custody of his long lost son, which will all be documented on next season's Team too. Yeah, whatever. Where have you been this whole time, dude? Yeah, I, I'm questioning why now. Yeah, why now? You know why? Because he's anxious to get back into the spotlight. He was that former model. I think what what drugs made him lose all his money and lose all his modeling work, and now he's you know back wherever he's living. Yeah, he's just trying to. And get, he's you know. like probably like thirty now because he's like twenty seven or something when when she got pregnant. It's some some big age gap. Wow. Yeah, or like twenty five, something crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I question his motives, but if it is all being documented, friends, you know, it's going to be a juicy season three for these girls. Yep, that should be interesting to see. And then um, I just wanted to do this little shout-out because we know our, our own Maria Menounos is going to be on the upcoming Dancing with the Stars, and maybe she has inspired... Oh, yes. <laughs> Everyone needs to make sure to watch. Um, but maybe Maria has inspired Kaylin because now Kaylin wants to join the next season of Dancing with the Stars. A fan created a Facebook page titled We Want Kale on Dancing with the Stars, and she wrote on the page, Someone made this for me, and I would love to do this. No negative comments, please. I'm not saying I'm a star. It would just be an awesome experience. Like it, please. Wow, wow. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I I wouldn't mind. I would like to see it. Yeah, we'll see. It would be interesting to have a teen mom in the mix. Maybe she could do the waltz. To one of Joe's rap songs. How about that? Oh, God. Please don't give Joe that pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now, I don't think I believe this, um, but Us Week is reporting in um, this week's issue that Corey wants Leah back. Uh, Corey is still crazy for Leah. He doesn't want her to marry Jeremy. He did all he could to make it work if she's the only girl he ever loved. Um, I I have trouble believing this because he has a girlfriend too, and they just both seem like settled and happy in their new relationships. And after everything he said on the reunion, I I have trouble believing this. Mm. Yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> All right, and um, finally, Chelsea might have a new boyfriend. Um. Apparently, she's been hanging out a lot 
with the stars of MTV's Cage, Daniel and Dane. Um, so, well, I don't know. That's what MTV... There's a lot of gossip about what's going on with this. And that Adam's team jealous. Um, they've been tweeting back and forth at each other, these stars of Cage and Chelsea, and she's apparently hung out with them. Um, he had a crazy weekend partying at Mardi Gras, and they shared a ton of pics and updates all about Mardi Gras. So, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I will. I, I did watch... Uh, you can go on MTV.com, and you can watch MTV Teen Mom 2 Unseen Moments. And one of the unseen moments was interesting because it was Chelsea bringing... And, and she had Aubrey with her, bringing a, a guy that she was dating home to see her dad. And it was before she colored her hair blonde because she had dark hair. So she brought a guy home and her this guy and her dad, like they went riding around in his little off-road vehicle in the backyard. And, you know, she was dating somebody between, uh, you know, before the blonde hair and before a lot of the stuff we saw. So that was pretty interesting. So she will go out there. Hmm. Well, I can't say that I don't think her and Adam, I, I think they're still getting together. She may be with other guys, but Adam will never be far from her mind. Yeah, understood. Well, and that's obvious, too. So. All right. Well, that is all we have. There are no predictions because this was the reunion episode and we are all done. So um, 16 and Pregnant will be coming on this and so we'll we'll be sure to have an After Buzz TV after show for that. But Ed, any final thoughts? No, thank you, Mari. You have done a wonderful job hosting Teen Mom from New York. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've done a wonderful job co-hosting, and thank you to all our fans for listening. All right, see you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Bye. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.